expect that probably through the weekend. Tight-knit community. Everybody knows everybody, and it's just something that you would never expect. And so major sense of shock. He says it feels like there's no end in sight. For that 280-something miles, man, this is going to be a long road ahead. I'm Steve Jordahl. Democrats set on passing the Build Back Better Act before Christmas are facing challenges, and now Republicans believe the bill could be dead. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell reacts to that on the Senate floor Thursday morning. Well, that would certainly be great news for the American people. The best Christmas gift Washington could give working families would be putting this bad bill on ice. The U.S. Army says it will begin involuntary separations of soldiers from the Army who refuse to get the jab. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal has more. The Army says 98% of active duty soldiers have had at least one COVID shot, 96% are fully vaccinated, but 3,800 soldiers have refused. And the Army Secretary says if they continue to refuse, they will begin an involuntary separation process. The deadline for vaccination was Wednesday, though the deadline for National Guard and reservists isn't until the end of June. A little over 6,000 Army personnel asked for exemptions. Most medical exemption requests have been denied, and most of the religious exemption requests are still under review. The Air Force deadline for vaccinations has come and gone, and 27 members of that branch have been let go for vaccine refusal. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Wisconsin voters may have to wait until next fall to send a message to the state attorney general. AFN's Charlie Butts explains. Wisconsin Democrat Attorney General Josh Call is planning for the future. Should the U.S. Supreme Court overturn Roe v. Wade, the decision that thrust legalized abortion on all states? He has stated he won't investigate or prosecute violations of an abortion ban. Gracie Skogman of Wisconsin Right to Life reacts to Cole's statement. We here in Wisconsin believe we are in a uniquely powerful position to defend preborn children if Roe is overturned due to our ban on abortion that we have on the books but have been unable to enforce. That's a reference to an abortion ban passed in 1849, which has not been enforced for a half century. AFN asked Skogman if Call took an oath of office when he became attorney general. Absolutely he did. It calls him to enforce the laws, as you know and I know. So we believe that this is a grave violation of his duty as attorney general, but also a moral failing on behalf of preborn children. If Roe is overturned, Skogman says Wisconsin Right to Life will work to get called to enforce the law. But in case he still refuses, the organization is hopeful local district attorneys step up to the plate and do so. Then again, there is the election next fall. I'm Charlie Butts. And that's American Family News on the Hour. I'm Chad Rooney. In his image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies were very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. We inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. 
We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome to the Core here on American Family Radio. I'm Walker Wildman and glad to be with you today. Let me put my top back on my coffee. You know, at American Family Association, we sure do offer a variety of resources, and uh, we even offer the great resource of coffee to fuel your day if you're one of the coffee people or persons, whatever the proper sentence structure is there. Um, If you're a coffee person like myself, then we have uh, coffee for you to purchase. Got a couple different flavors, several flavors uh American Family Coffee. And if you go over to our resource center, you can order that. If you just type in resources.afa.net, you can order um several flavors there of coffee. And we even do bulk orders. So if you want to order for your church or for your small business for the uh, break room, you want to order American Family Coffee, you can do such by going to our resource center resources.afa.net is the URL to check out our coffee blends that you can order and uh, support the work of AFA while you drink your coffee. It's a great thing to do. Um, Our scripture for the day is out of the book of Psalm. We're finishing up chapter 1 here, talking about the way of a righteous man. And uh, before I do that, let me read uh, what I read yesterday from Ecclesiastes. This is a reference um, to provide a little backgrounder here. Ecclesiastes chapter, I'm in chapter 12 here, verse 13 and 14, looking halfway through verse 13. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. And so that's out of Ecclesiastes. So now let me read our verse of the week. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked uh, will perish. So God knows our way. God knows our ways. And uh, there will be a final separation. There will be a final judgment, uh, says the book of Psalm. And also Ecclesiastes uh, supports that, that uh, verse 14 in Ecclesiastes 12, for God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. So keep that on your hearts, on your mind as you conduct yourselves. Jumping into the show... We have uh, my brother, Wesley Wildman. He'll be in with us second segment, as he is each Tuesday and Thursday. We'll be live tomorrow as well on Friday. You know, usually I have Rick Green guest hosting. Well, you're going to get me tomorrow. So hopefully you're excited. Hopefully you're not disappointed that Rick's not going to be on. Um, So you're going to get me on Friday. Tomorrow we'll be live on Friday uh, with the show. And we've got a great guest lined up for tomorrow. We're going to have on Pastor Corey Brooks from Chicago. We're going to talk talk a little bit about what God's doing in Chicago. 
tomorrow with Pastor Corey Brooks, so you're going to stay tuned for that. The first story I want to get to is out of Georgia. You know, this uh, spat between former President Donald J. Trump and some of the Georgia state officials there has been in the public in the last year, really, over the last 12 months. I can't believe it's been that long. But specifically, the governor there, Brian Kemp, has come under fire from uh, the former president, President Trump, as it relates to the handling of the 2020 election. And you have the phone call with um, Raffensperger, the secretary of state there in Georgia. You got that phone call between he and Trump that was released. And you've got all the 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 controversy there. And I'm not going to delve too deep into that because that would take about two or three segments. But what I want to bring up today is that um, this is a poll that was released showing that David Perdue, the Trump-backed David Perdue, takes a commanding lead over Georgia incumbent Governor Brian Kemp in the primary polls. David Perdue is a former U.S. senator that was ousted in the, it was actually ousted in 2020 uh, by, you got Warnock, uh, you have uh, Warnock, and then there's the other Georgia U.S. Senator, both of them. Um, let me pull them up. Uh, so so you got Warnock and Ossoff, both uh, Democrats in Georgia. They both beat Republicans in the 2020 election. And so that's how David Perdue was ousted, is by a Democrat in 2020. Well, now he's running for governor, all right? So the, the Republican... David Perdue is running for governor in the primary, the Republican Party primary, against um, Kemp, against Governor Brian Kemp. So the reason I bring this up is that President Trump is endorsing David Perdue. President Trump is endorsing David Perdue as a way of ousting Brian Kemp because... President Trump doesn't like how Brian Kemp handled the 2020 election scandals, whether it be in Fulton County or other parts of the state. But when you look at David Perdue, his resume is really not all that impressive. So when you look at um, iVoterGuide.com, which is now under AFA Action, our governmental affairs affiliate, when you look at iVoterGuide's review of the last time David uh, Perdue ran for U.S. Senate, here are his rankings from some conservative groups, all right? So let's look at, we're going to look at um, probably three or four, maybe five. All right, so you look at Eagle Forum, Phyllis Schlafly's group, the, the late Phyllis Schlafly's group, Eagle Forum. They rated David Perdue 78% conservative. He got a 78% rating by the conservative group Eagle Forum. Freedom Works, how did they rate David Perdue? Well, they gave him a 50% and a 74%. Those are in two different ratings there. Heritage Action gave uh, David Perdue a 74% rating. And the last but not least, probably one of the 
more reputable reviews here is the one by Conservative Review. And in 2015, they gave David Perdue a 67% rating. So I read all those ratings to say that David Perdue is not a hardcore conservative. He is not a lifelong committed conservative. Which brings me to this point, and that is one thing the former president, Donald Trump, is going to have to get better on is choosing principle over ego. And I know this is a long shot, but that's one area where Donald Trump absolutely struggles. And it's him picking his ego over what's right. All right? Because clearly when you look at Brian Kemp, Brian Kemp is the more conservative candidate between he and David Perdue. But now Donald Trump is picking David Perdue over Brian Kemp because he just doesn't like Brian Kemp. Because the governor there didn't do everything that Donald Trump thought he should do in the 2020 election. But, but, the, but the danger here is if you're always picking ego over principle or ego over what is right, then that path can take you all over the place. That path can take you all over the place. So that's what's going on in Georgia. Um, and, and, you know, we've seen this. We've seen this in Donald Trump's past. I mean, unfortunately, as great of a president as he was, um, he oftentimes burns people who do not commit 100% loyalty to Donald Trump, the man, regardless of principles, regardless of party uh, policy agenda items and things like that. Donald Trump, he, he's shown he will do anything and everything uh, to get ultimate final uh, loyalty from everyone in his sphere. And sometimes that can be dangerous. Sometimes that can be dangerous. Uh, it might be a good thing as long as Donald Trump's always on the right path. But what happens when the former president falls on the wrong side of the issues? Uh, that can become a problem. And one of the areas where he's fallen on the wrong side of the issue is um, a partnering with these homosexual lobbying groups like Log Cabin Republicans. I told, gave you an overview of them and their group. You know, the Log Cabin Republicans, by the way, that had, a, had an event at Mar-a-Lago at Donald Trump's properties last month with Republican National Committee, by the way, um, which is a, a problem as well. Uh, one of the main tenets of the law cabinet Republicans is they want to undermine religious liberty in America. Not only do they want to undermine religious liberty in America, but they also want to promote sexually deviant behavior in American society. Well, what happens when you promote sexually deviant behavior? Well, you undermine God's design for marriage and if you undermine God's design for marriage, what do you do as well? You undermine God's design for family. Because without one man and one woman in the confines of marriage, there is no family beyond the two, the two individuals. You have to have a male and a female to procreate. Basic science 101. Um, so you take that out. And you start undermining God's design for, for marriage, then you undermine God's design for family. 
um, which is directly contradicting God's Word. Um, So we need to make sure that our leaders and candidates for public office hold a biblical worldview. We also need to make sure um, that they are committed to constitutional principles over egos. Because after all, this is about restoring America to her founding ideals. This is about restoring America to her founding ideals. And if we get all caught up on who strokes our ego, then we're going to totally miss out on the main mission, the primary mission that we're here for, and that is to restore America to her founding ideals. And how do we do that? We uphold godly biblical principles in public policy, in our personal lives, whether we're at church, at work, no matter where we are, we're called to be salt and light as Christians. And so that's what we should be doing. Um, but we got to be very careful. And um, President Trump needs to watch out, you know, endorsing people that that don't believe in the Republican Party platform. We had the same issue up in New York with Elise Stefanik, with Elise Stefanik, who was uh, supported by President Trump um, to take over a key position within the Republican Party in Congress. Well, she she doesn't have, she has not held the right position on key social and moral issues in Congress. She's actually worked against key tenets of the Republican Party. But Donald Trump is supporting her. Why? Because she is loyal to Donald Trump, not to the principles that the party is built on. AFA at the court. I'm Walker Wildman. We'll be back next segment with my brother, Wesley Wildman. Stay tuned. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. The city lies four square, its length, width, and height all equal, 1,380 miles for each dimension. The city's wall is 216 feet high, 12 gates around the city, with each gate made of a single pearl. Streets of gold so pure, they're translucent. No need for a sun, God's glory lights the city. No tears, no pain, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. This is Raising God the Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. Has your girl ever gotten overwhelmed by the stressors in her life? For some moments of stress and anxiety manifest in a physical way. These are known commonly as panic attacks. 
hyperventilating, dizziness, tightening in the chest. They're all scary symptoms of panic. If your daughter is experiencing panic attacks, you can ease her burden by being present with her in the moment. You can help your daughter find the light at the end of this temporary tunnel. Next time you're with your girl in a time of panic, pray these words from Philippians over her. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We are all called to raise up the next generation of Christian leaders. You can learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. Christians in China, they're crying out for the word. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. Let me tell you about Haio. He was an interrogator with the police department outside of Beijing, China. His job was to come down hard on pastors, jail them, beat them, humiliate them. But I can tell you, God had a different plan. He would go to the doorstep of one of the men that he had beaten, a man by the name of Katsu, and he would ask him, how are you at such peace when we were beating you severely? And so this man, Katsu, would open his door, open his Mandarin Bible, and lead this bitter atheist to faith in Christ. And would you know it, together, they've seen literally thousands and thousands come to Christ in that part of China. But in their house church movement of quite a few churches, there's only about one or two Bibles. Hey, listen, we want to be able to bless these Christians at Christmas so they can read for themselves the Christmas story. Would you do that at only $5 a Bible? You can do that by calling 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-YES-WORD. Or you can give at sendbiblesnow.org, sendbiblesnow.org. Giving a Bible to somebody is the greatest gift you can give somebody in life. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to the Core here on American Family Radio. Hey, don't forget to check out our website, AFR.net. AFR.net. You can also download the American Family Radio app on your smartphone, on your tablet device. You can download the AFR app. And we are live streaming on YouTube and Facebook. We are live streaming on YouTube and Facebook, so you can go to AFA at the Core page, our uh, page, our channel, if you're on YouTube, and uh, watch the show live on both of those platforms. And then lastly, we uh, have the video uploaded each afternoon to AFA Streaming, our brand new streaming platform where you can watch AFA at the Core uh, after we upload the show. And priority number one... Wesley, thanks for being in studio. Priority number one, Wesley, for 2022, beginning Monday, January 3rd for our IT department, is beginning to develop the live streaming option on AFA Streaming. Which will include what? AFA at the core. Okay. Live streaming. Nicely done. Yes. (laughs) Good good self-promotion there. Hey, and as well as all of our other content that's um, all of our other radio content you know, we've talked about it. We may get into some other uh, resources that we live stream, you know, as that opportunity comes. Like events, yeah. maybe? A couple events. You know, we do some um, uh, we do some uh, conference calls, quarterly conference calls for our financial supporters that we may consider doing those live stream. Uh, we've also uh, have done in the past our um, uh, town halls live yep. stream. Uh, what do we no no we recorded those but we, yeah, but that's we because we didn't them. have it we didn't have the last live stream option available that's, that's the right we recorded them and then released them at a later date but yeah that might be something we can go live with as well yep so we're looking forward to that hey Walker look I wanted to start and end 
This episode, this episode, this segment is what I should have said. This can seg- I have your gingerbread, man? I, no, no, don't touch okay. it. Don't touch it. <laughs> it's really, really standing out this to is me. The best right I got for those that are watching on Facebook. Walker has uh, taken me away from what I was about to say by pointing your attention to <laughs> my sticker, which is a gingerbread man. I was walking out the door this morning, and my daughter, who's three. Uh, Landry uh, ran up to me. She said, "You're," but she said in her own way, "You're going to need this for today." That's and so good. She, she put. A I story. knew there was a story there. <laughs> so, so my three year old put her. Uh, the it was actually, you know what? The kindest part about it, it was her last sticker. She gave she gave away her oh. last sticker to her dad, and so I've got it on. And you know what? I love working here at AFA for a variety of different reasons. In addition to what we stand for, what we believe in, and the foundations and all that, Papa, my Papa Don Wildman has done. We also have an incredible, incredible Christian work environment. Mm. And part of our Christian work environment uh, is the spirit of Christmas, and we are going to start this program and end this program by me telling our audience, those that are listening, Merry Christmas. And uh, here at our AFA and AFR, our whole staff is uh, celebrating Christmas all this week with a variety of different things. We've got people walking around in ugly Christmas sweaters and Christmas hats, <laughs> all types of uh, different things and that so i've got my sticker here the gingerbread but i just wanted to start this program and i'll try to remember at the end of this program with merry christmas from the staff of afa and afa to you who are listening amen we are looking forward to uh with a wonderful christmas hey walker look as we get close to the end of this year i want to remind our audience that they can give to us as a year-end donation and as a result they can receive as a gift of any amount uh our AFA Journal, which is our monthly publication, which covers all the core values of AFA on a monthly basis. Also, too, in addition to giving, could potentially qualify for an inside scoop of a conference call that's led by myself and the leadership here at AFA. We do that every two, three, four months, somewhere in there. Also, too, in addition to us being able to provide some content for you to keep you updated with things going on in the world, in our country. Also, too, just keep in mind that any type of gift to us also helps us be a voice for you of truth and biblical truth and common sense to the pulse of America. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you just a couple of examples of those by looking at our uh, highlight pamphlet. Things that you've been able to accomplish through financially giving to the work that we do, we were able to, with your help, pass out 63,000 Bibles in the hands of kids and public schools. And yes, I just said public schools. Yep. We are getting Bibles <clears throat> truth in for the hands. Truth for youth. We're getting Bibles in the hands of kids in public schools. This past year, we were able to get 63,000 Bibles in the hand of public mm. schools, kids in public schools. Also, too, again, we won't go through all these with our this segment, but this is just a couple of the highlights from over the this past year. Also, with your donation and your help, we're able to raise funds to underwrite 3,300 ultrasounds for young mothers who are going through the contemplating and considering abortion. Mm. We were able to provide that. And you can't say this enough. I can't say this. We can't say this enough. But just a reminder, we've said it a lot. But remember, ultrasounds, 81, as high as 81% of mothers who are considering abortion, 81% of them, once they have an ultrasound, decide immediately right there on the spot they are committed to motherhood, yeah, and they're going to deliver the baby, and so it's important that we do that. 
Yeah, you know, one thing uh, that, uh, by the way, our monthly magazine, which for, wow, 30-plus years mm, has been called right. AFA Journal. That's right. Uh, beginning in January, and I had, I showed you a copy, but beginning in January, it will be called The Stand. Yep. So for a couple of years, we've had AFA Journal print magazine, and then we've had The Stand blog site. Those two things are coming together under just The Stand. So if you get our monthly magazine or you want to get our monthly magazine in January, it will be called The Stand a uh, publication of American Family Association. So that's some exciting news. Yeah, also, too, um, you can become a part of the AFA family in a more intimate way by becoming a great commission partner. And that's what I want to end with as it relates to the work and uh, partnering with AFA. By becoming a great commission partner, which is a little different, a great commission partner is someone who gives on a monthly basis. So it's drafted out. Yeah. My wife and myself, we are great commission partners to AFA, we give on a monthly basis. And as a result, I have, you could also have full access to all of our brand new streaming platform. Now, again, the feature Walker mentioned that we're hoping to work, to begin working on in the new year is a live streaming option. But currently right now, we do have a streaming platform. And, uh, you know, Walker, the best thing about the streaming platform is that we become bulletproof to the cancel culture. That's right. We become bulletproof. Yeah, we're not relying on at some point when we get this live streaming feature added, we'll be able to not only watch archived content, but also watch live streaming content on our video platform to where if YouTube or Facebook decides to yank us down, which they've done before, um, we'll still be able to get our message out there. Mm -hmm. And that's a great thing. And, you know, um, the more these companies and I've actually got a story on this. Uh, but the more these companies, uh, these major media conglomerates, come down hard on the Christian viewpoint, uh, the more that is spurring um, alternatives. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the great thing about America is you get a problem over here, well, you got a solution over here. And the solution is is we're building our own uh, Christian ecosystem. That's right. Um, you've got uh, all kind of different uh, new social platforms. Uh, we got our video platform coming up. Uh, so all kind of ways to reach our audience, reach America with the truth, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, so and, when you support AFA, Wesley, yeah. uh, you're not just supporting this show or our print publication. You're supporting all these different projects yeah. like AFA Streaming. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, I, I, there's a lot I want to get to. There's there's two stories I'm going to get to before we get to the end of the segment. But I, this why you're, why you're talking about that, I can't help but to think of the, the project and the documentary of Inez Image and the hundreds of thousands of people that were impacted yeah. by that documentary. Over 300,000 views. Right, over 300,000 views. But I'm thinking about specifically the detailed testimonies of those that have been impacted, both that were either trapped in that lifestyle or pastors. There was pastors that had an unbiblical view on that. Yeah. And as a result of the, uh, the uh, documentary, we were able to change their mind we, meaning the power of the Holy Spirit, us being uh, humbling ourselves and just preaching the word and letting the truth fall where it lays um, yeah. and, we're le and letting that run its course. We have had uh, tens of thousands of testimonies of people being saved, uh, having their mind and being, being re-encouraged. Um, so praise God for in his image and that documentary and the team at AFS. We yeah. will be, um, that is an evergreen project that we will be, pushing for a long time so yeah so i just got uh carmen stewart one of our receptionists to bring in the stand 
magazine and if you're watching if you're watching on YouTube and Facebook well congratulations <laughs> <laughs> no but if you want to see this you go over to YouTube or Facebook and uh, join AFA at the core right now live streaming but I'm about to show our audience for the first time the new cover for the stand yeah literally wrestling. first time first time so oh, is it too soon should we wait no not it's too, too late soon. okay go uh, christmas right. is coming all right and n- now is the time it's game time <laughs> here it is um because this, this is, is exciting this is going to hit mailboxes yeah. within the next month uh so here you go folks if marty can get us a camera shot here yeah that's good stuff. this beautiful. is beautiful, beautiful. our new cover for our magazine that's been in circulation for over 30 years um uh, so this is now The Stand. What was once formerly the AFA Journal is now The Stand. So now we have The Stand print, and then we have The Stand online, Wesley. That's so right. if folks want to read these articles starting in January, they can also find them online. And I know that 90% of your audience is going to be absolutely thrilled what you just said, but you've got some old-school people like myself whose yeah. first reaction is, I'm an old-school guy. I don't even do social media. I'm, I know I'm 32 but I am, I'm a granddad. I'm an old man at heart. So listen here. For those 10% that are like me, no, this is the content and the mission of the journal, formerly known as the journal that will become the stand, is not changing. Uh, the content and the mission is not changing. What yeah. we did was is we combined a couple different departments. We combined our online written publication and our handwritten publication and we put them in one department print and and a print yeah and we put them in one and we put the the name is the name of this thing everybody uh knows that uh you have to have fresh content online in order to stay afloat Mm -hmm. and the stand has been our fresh content online for seven or eight years now yeah and so we combined our online content and our written content yeah, I tell people, same great content, new name. There you go. Uh, new name, not so new name, really. We've had the stand around for a while. It's sure. just never been in print. Yep. Uh, so now, uh, same great content, new name, the stand, um, is now going to be available. So if you donate a gift of any amount uh, to AFA, you'll begin receiving this magazine okay, in Walker, the mail. If you keep on, at this point, I'm going to start blaming you for taking time away from the stories I want to get okay, to. Okay, Mike's yours now. Okay, thank you. All right. Hey, uh, thank you for sharing that, Walker. Uh, a couple stories that I looked into today that I thought would be beneficial and encouraging. To start off with, we do have to have some hard truths and some hard reality, and that's that um, the socialists and Black Lives Matter and the far left in a lot of ways are winning the war and destroying the family, unfortunately. Uh, the nuclear family, that is, the Census Bureau data published in November indicates that just 18% of American households, just 18% comprised of two married parents or a married parents, a husband and a wife with children. Hmm. And that's down from 40%, which was in 1970. Um, so Alex McFarlane makes a couple comments on this, and he says that uh, this is on American Family News. He said that we've seen for five decades plus, this are quotes, of American, uh, of, of an American in which the family has not been appreciated or affirmed. And Walker, this is something I've been saying for quite some time. It's a pinnacle of my concern mm-hmm. from the very beginning of my time here at AFA. This is the starting point. Now, I'll discuss all the other issues. I'll discuss sure. public education. We'll discuss uh, entertainment. We'll discuss the culture. We'll discuss politics. But I believe, Wesley, that it do, you can promote 
all types of Christian education, ministries, homeschooling, the church, yeah. a lot of different things as a as a as a solution. As, as a solution. But the problem originates from the breakdown of the family, and I believe at least in our at least we even if we have other areas of emphasis, we need to at least acknowledge the importance of the family because God Himself made that the first institution that he created he even created the family before he created government and the church yeah and the family is is very very important and so much so that even people who i'm not even sure is elon musk even i'm not sure if he's a christian no he's not he's not a christian okay elon musk who's not even a christian has gone out uh walker and you can make some comments on this he's not that i'm aware of rather let me say yeah that that i'm not aware of but he went out of his way to criticize billionaires like bill gates and warren buffett who support abortion at the highest rate in order to be an uh, uh in order to be a solution for the overpopulation that they believe is overpopulation. Yeah. And he went out and he said he said this quote, I think one of the biggest risks of civilization is the is the low birth rate and rapidly declining birth rate. Musk said, he said, quote, please look at the numbers. If people don't have more children, civilization is going to crumble. Mm. Mark my words. Those are from uh, Elon Musk, the uh, billionaire who says, no, wait, yeah. family is important. He's got six children of himself. I believe they homeschool. Yeah. And they, uh, anyways, he, this is something. Now, again, let me let me say this. I'm not saying that uh, there's a particular number out there right. that, um, that, that, you, that, that makes you more righteous than another. But I am saying that God says to be fruitful and multiply. Absolutely. Yeah, and he and he had and he shows us in Scripture that we're all created in God's image. We all yes. have a purpose and a value, and that's the starting point. There's a great uh, radio program that we're going to link to our uh, page from Aaron the Addisons, where they cover this in the great more details than we're able to get in today. But they remind us to look at children as a blessing and not a burden. All right, folks, if you want to find the Elon Musk story or, uh, I'm sorry, the American Family News story that Wesley decided, or if you want to find the Airing the Addison show that we decided as well, where they cover this topic extensively, you can do so on AFA at the Chorus podcast page at AFR.net. Thanks, Wes. Hey, I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me on. All right, folks, we got one more segment of the core. All right, Merry Christmas, brother. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Yeah, Merry Christmas. We'll be back in a few minutes. So, Hannah, she's just one of the women who did struggle with infertility in the Bible. Hannah's Heart with Ann Cockrell and Kendra White. Hannah took her pain to God, and God heard her and was with her. Hannah's Heart helps couples process infertility and miscarriage through a biblical lens. Join us Saturday afternoon at 5 Central on American Family Radio. Find the podcast at AFR.net. Twix is selling more than candy. There are no candy bars in their latest commercial, but there is a young boy wearing a dress because it makes him feel good. His nanny, who is a witch, magically makes another boy disappear after he expresses an opposing viewpoint. Twix is actively pushing gender dysphoria and the LGBTQ agenda, and they apparently condone killing anyone who has a different opinion. Please sign our petition telling Twix you won't buy their candy bars until they decide to remain neutral. Go to OneMillionMoms.com. When an abortion-minded woman walks into a pre-born pregnancy center, she encounters love and compassion and gets to meet her baby by ultrasound. And I was like, I'm going to go to the abortion clinic. 
and I already had my mind made up. This mom didn't make it to the abortion clinic. Instead, God led her to a preborn center. And the lady is giving me my ultrasound. She's like making these weird faces, and then she's like, it's two. And I'm like, I just start crying. I start texting my friends, and like, I can't. The ministry of Preborn was able to help this mom save not just one life, but two through ultrasounds. Preborn centers help save babies' lives and souls. Preborn runs and leads Christian pregnancy centers all over the country. To find out more, go to preborn.com. That's preborn.com. Or dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 and say baby. Your love can save a life. Hey, this is Colton Dixon, and I want you to know that freedom from addiction is possible, and it starts at Adult and Teen Challenge. It was just a fog of being drunk. My problems started to multiply, and I felt worse and worse about myself. I had two DUIs. I lost my apartment and had to move home. I had to have my mom drive me around places because I didn't have a license. I needed help, and in Teen Challenge, I found it. Being sober means that I have self-worth, and I've just been able to lean on Christ, and I know He's always there to help me overcome. For over 60 years, Adult and Teen Challenge has been providing hope and healing for a new, drug-free future through the power of Jesus Christ. They have a variety of programs for men, women, teens, and more in hundreds of centers nationwide. You can find the center nearest you at 855-END-ADDICTION or teenchallengeusa.org. You're listening to American Family Radio. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. Welcome back to the Core here on American Family Radio. You know, this uh, inflation bomb, or the Biden inflation bomb, as one of the politicians dubbed it, is, uh, is a very serious topic. And I'm reading a story. A story out of Breitbart. Um, this is a Wharton study. Pennsylvania's Wharton School put forth a um, study, a report, uh, estimating that the inflation that has taken place under President Biden at his direction um, has, because of the policies that he's put in place, and Congress, by the way, shared responsibility there is going to cost families an additional three thousand five hundred bucks in twenty twenty one alone. Three thousand five hundred dollars more is going to be spent on things like groceries, on things like gasoline. I mean, you look at my personal budget for fuel. I've got a little budgeting application and. During the Trump administration, I would spend probably 300 bucks a month on fuel. Don't do a whole lot of driving, uh, but nonetheless, about 300 bucks, I could fill up my truck, which is a pretty big truck. I could fill it up for probably $35, 37 bucks, maybe 40. Um, now, it, everything's double. Everything is double. You're spending, I'm spending about 60, 65 bucks to fill up my truck. Um, you do that throughout the month, my fuel budget has doubled. Um, so you do that to to families that even back in 2020, 
were um, um, barely getting by or uh, struggling to make ends meet, as the old saying is, you know, that hurts. That hurts families. It hurts middle to lower income families. And this is all taking place under Biden. So we've got that going on. Major problem, by the way. Shouldn't be overlooked. Everything is costing more. And the Fed is not doing enough to slow it down. The Fed is not doing enough to slow down this inflation uh, because they know they're walking on thin ice as it relates to how the markets will respond if they do tapering too fast, or really, it's not fast enough, but if they start tapering and then the economy pulls back and then we have a downturn. Um, but if you keep this, this, uh, uh, you stay on this, this high, <laughs> this, uh, this high, like an addict, then that's not going to turn out well too, because inflation is going to keep going out the roof. Um, a clip I want to play here is from uh, Larry Summers. I've played his clips before. He's a, an economist. He served actually under the Clinton administration and He's on CNN, and listen to this. He's on CNN talking about how if Democrats want their Build Back Better bill and legislation passed, well, they're going to have to increase taxes on someone. Clip five, let's listen. I think everybody should understand uh, if we want to have all the things in the bill, we are going to have to raise taxes again at the end of the year to extend the child tax credit. Otherwise, we're going to have to scale back the child tax credit at the end of the year. No one should be confused about that. No one should think that the current set of pay-fors is going to provide the current set of programs out for a decade. Senator Manchin is entirely right about that. I don't think the administration denies uh, that. I think the administration believes that we should see what these programs are like, and then we should allow a future Congress to make a decision. And the decision should either be that we don't want to continue the program or that we're going to pay for the program. My hope would be that they could find some way of absolutely ensuring that the program won't be extended without paying for it. Some kind of procedural uh, device inside the Congress that would make it impossible or essentially impossible to extend the programs without paying for them. President's been very clear on his commitment that he doesn't want to increase the deficit uh, to do any of this. <laughs> and I think Congress should find a device with Senator Manchin that will enable that to uh, take place. Well, that was Larry Summers. Uh, and I placed a lot of his clips because he says some things that are that makes sense, pretty common sense stuff. Um, but what he was saying there, he, the, the context of that clip was the child tax credit, all right, the child tax credit. And what he's saying is if the Democrats want to keep that child tax credit, those monthly distributions going out, then they're going to have to raise taxes, all right? They're going to have to raise taxes um, if they want to keep that program going. And then he goes on to talk about how Biden says he don't, doesn't want to increase the deficit. What? Congress just raised the debt ceiling by $2.5 trillion. Nobody with a straight face in Washington, D.C. can say anything about wanting to control spending, wanting to rein in spending.
Uh, Washington, they are the masters of spending money that they don't have. And so increasing the debt ceiling is no problem at all for these guys. It's no problem at all. They don't even sweat when they increase the debt ceiling, when they spend money we don't have. I mean, they've got the Treasury Department. There's no telling how many printers those guys got. I mean, the Treasury Department's constantly printing money and pumping it into the economy, but it's money that's not being replaced. All right? So it's not like we're printing new bills and then we're, we're, we're burning old bills to make sure we got, we got uh, physically good money circulating. No, they're pumping new money, literally new money into the economy without, repl- without pulling out other money, and they're doing that like all the time. I mean, they got the printers on in that place. It's got to be 24-7 um, to print that many dollar bills, $100 bills, whatever they print, um, as much as, as Congress is passing these bills, uh, spending money that we don't have. Um, but Larry Summers there says, oh, we got to increase taxes. We got to increase taxes. You know, you want to see an economic disaster? You increase taxes, all right? So not only are we causing people to pay twice as much on key everyday items for life, like groceries and gas, um, and that's basically a tax on the middle class, but you also throw on top of that a tax, and then you jack up interest rates because of inflation. You talk about an economic disaster, that will be one. And I'm not talking about an economic disaster like an apocalyptic market crash. No, 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 no. This economic disaster we're in right now is slow and steady. It's a slow and steady economic disaster that is absolutely draining the middle class. It's absolutely draining the middle class, and they're doing it a little bit at a time. Um, Another topic I want to get to before the end of the show today is uh, what China is doing, what China has been doing. Uh, You know, one one of the things that President Trump did well is he effectively negotiated and fought and leveraged America against China, which was a good thing because China, um, they do want to eat our lunch. Uh, it, to, to go back to what President Biden said during the campaign about them not wanting to eat our lunch, they do want to eat our lunch. Um, and China is looking for any and every way to overtake America on multiple fronts across the world stage. Uh, well, Senator Tom Cotton was on the Hugh Hewitt Show this last week, and he made a good note, a good point, that if the FBI would stop investigating parents that are speaking at school board meetings and start investigating China, maybe we could cut down on the espionage. Clip four, let's listen. They are pursuing it, Hugh, but not at the volume necessary, just because the volume of Chinese espionage in this country probably surpasses anything we ever saw from Soviet Russia. Partly that's just a function of the size of China, its population, and the size of its intelligence services. It's also a function of how Chinese intelligence works. Um, They're not just running agents out of their embassy in Washington or consulates around the country. I mean, Chinese nationals on campuses across the country are de facto and sometimes explicit agents of Chinese intelligence, monitoring, for instance, Chinese dissidents uh, who are protesting the Chinese Communist Party or Hong Kongers or Uyghurs um, who are part of the, the diaspora but still have family back in the grips of the Chinese Communist Party. The threat is, is present in almost every community, certainly on every campus and most critical companies as well. The FBI is working this problem. They could do more. You know, Hugh, if they weren't spending so much time investigating parents at school boards or kicking down the door of conservative journalists at 6 o'clock in the morning because they published unflattering material about Joe Biden, maybe they'd be able to put a few more agents on the show. Yeah, yeah, or if they weren't so busy going after people who were taking selfies in the Capitol on January 6th. (laughs) I mean, Bobby, the FBI 
Talk about having your priorities out of order. Or driving Diane Feinstein around. Yeah, the Chinese spies. How quickly spies we forget about that. Are sleeping that. with Eric Swalwell. Well, Alex Swalwell, <laughs> I was just going to say. You know, Eric Swalwell, the congressman who's actually on some pretty important committees that had access to confidential classified information, uh, Eric Swalwell was having sexual relations with a Chinese spy. And you know one thing that we did not get out of that, one answer that we did not get out of that scandal that if it was a Republican, the person, the 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 congressman, congresswoman would have to retire, resign. But Eric Swalwell, I don't believe he ever answered the question. Did you know that she was a Chinese spy? Prove that you did not know that she was a Chinese spy. We ought to get that. And by the way, Nancy Pelosi never removed him from any of his committees where he has access to classified classified information. It's a very good point. These 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 are Chinese spies, they're everywhere. And I mean that quite literally. They are everywhere. Uh they talk about Putin as this big bad boogeyman or uh Iran and you know those countries are threats, but there is nothing that is matching the threat of the Chinese Communist Party. And we've talked to Frank uh, Gaffney about this, Center for Security Policy. Um, and others, they uh, China is the threat. I mean, they are the threat on the world stage uh, to America, to our sovereignty, and even to our allies. Um, they are they are uh, uh, making uh, uh, exponential military advances uh, compared to the U.S. Um, and they are are cozying up with all these um, dictators around the world uh, and getting footholds in places that they shouldn't. And remember. That the Biden family has ha- has an extensive relationship with the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, it was Joe Biden that flew with Hunter Biden when he was a vice president over to China to cut a business deal with some of these major CCP-owned backed corporations. I mean, to me, that pretty much disqualifies Joe Biden from holding office. He's so conflicted. So much of the income of the Biden family has come from China. And and let's don't get this wrong. China is not like America in that you can work with private companies without intersecting with the government in America. You can't do that in China. You work with a company in China, you're doing it with the explicit approval of the Chinese Communist Party. They try to act like, you know, there's these these pri- this private sector in China. There's really not. It's all micromanaged by the Chinese Communist Party. When you talk about Huawei, the, uh, the uh, technological technology company, uh, even Zoom Technologies has, has uh, offices and assets in China. Uh, you talk about Apple cozying up with China. I mean, you go down the list. Google, Amazon, you go down all the list of these major corporations, American corporations, uh, that are cozying up with the Chinese Communist Party. And, you know, what makes that so laughable is these same major corporations speak out on American politics and they act so self-righteous. You know, they're standing up for transgenders. They're standing up for uh, sexually deviant behavior, all in the name of individual choice and freedom. You know, you know, they're standing up for Zuckerberg standing up for the right to kill babies. You know, they sound so self-righteous, and they're speaking out on issues that they don't even know what they're talking about because they're following the Democrat bandwagon. 
Uh, but but they, they, they do all these things to try to virtue signal in America all in the name of human rights. But then they go over to China and they support and enable the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, Apple and these major uh, uh, platforms have been censoring and blocking comment, uh, uh, content and applications on behalf of the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, they've been basically serving the Chinese Communist Party to advance their authoritarian regime. But yet they speak out and say Donald Trump's a bad man. Orange man bad. His tweets are mean. <laughs> and you wonder why they're upset when he goes after China and starts slapping tariffs on them. Well, because their pocketbooks are getting affected. Their pocketbooks are getting affected. Uh, so the sway that China has on America and our politics and our corporations and our economy um, is pretty, a pretty serious situation that shouldn't be taken lightly. And we're going to have to have a president like we had in Donald Trump that takes this stuff seriously and knows how to fight against these, these dictatorships, these totalitarian countries, and fight against them with teeth and not all talk. We need more action, less talk. That's a good motto for Washington, D.C. Less talk, more action. How about that? Well, then we'd have to stop televising their Senate floor speeches. More action, less talk. That's the motto for Washington, D.C. AFA at the core, I'm Walker Wildman. We'll see you next time here on American Family Radio. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio. Faith. Family. Freedom. American Family Radio. God has called each of us to do something for the kingdom.